0: Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Health Essentials Podcast. I'm John Horton, your host. Now let's get rolling, by that I mean foam rolling. Maybe you've heard of this form of self-massage, which seems to be growing in popularity. You might even own one of the lightweight cylindrical tubes uh, that's supposed to work magic on your muscles. I'm a runner, and I have a foam roller in my house for those days when my legs just feel a little knotted up, Um, got it right here, stays right by my desk. Uh, But here's a confession. I'm not sure I'm using this tool uh, for the maximum benefit. Uh, And you might feel the same way. Luckily, we've got a roster of Cleveland Clinic experts who drop by the podcast to help with things just like this. Today, that means getting foam rolling tips from exercise specialist Ben Kuharik. Ben, man, so great to have you here today. Thanks for joining us.
1: Oh, I'm happy to be on. Uh, I'm honored that you uh, brought me in to talk about the subject. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think let's get right into why you would use these things. I mean, what what are the benefits that you're getting out of it?
1: So there's two major benefits that um, have been proven. And then there's a lot of speculation. Firstly, the uh, biggest use of it is for warming up. So when you Focus on one muscle, and you get that cue of like something touching the muscle that you're trying to focus on. Your brain will be able to send signals to that muscle a little bit easier because you can kind of understand and think about what that muscle does when something externally is touching it. Yeah. So when you use it as a warm up like that, it helps lengthen the muscle, and so you want as much length as you can when you're exercising. And it helps give that mind muscle connection. So you don't compensate and use like other muscle groups in place of what you're trying to target.
0: I got to say, like, I've never used it to warm up. Um, I use it more afterwards, which I'm guessing is the second thing that you're going to talk about as far as uh, the benefits of it.
1: Exactly. So uh, with afterwards, what it does is it gives you acute pain relief, just like any massage. When you get a massage, you usually feel better. If you're uh, really sore for like, 30 minutes, maybe an hour afterwards, you feel really great. So if you can get that immediate pain relief just for a few minutes, like to start your day, if you're sore the next day, or even a couple hours after your workout, that'll allow you to move around a little bit more. So you're less likely to just lay on the couch or lay in bed all day. And then the more you move around, the blood starts flowing through the muscles and you get all the nutrients. And then it in turn improves delayed onset muscle soreness.
0: Yeah. Does it do anything like I've seen where um, people say it helps with like muscle repair? I mean, does it help with that kind of just helping the muscles kind of bounce back and and, and come back a little stronger?
1: So that is one of the things that's um, in speculation. Uh, It it causes a little bit of inflammation, which if muscle is trying to repair, then more blood is flowing to it, which is, that is exactly what inflammation is. So if you can kind of push to get a little bit more blood flow in the area, ideally it would repair a little bit quicker. Now, studies kind of go back and forth with that. Nothing is totally certain, but the concept holds true that it does cause inflammation and inflammation does help with the healing process. Yeah,
0: and that would, I think, also go hand in hand where I've seen it's been tied to um, increasing uh, flexibility or uh, injury prevention. I take it it's in that same realm?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Just getting the blood flowing to uh, that targeted muscle group Because when the blood goes there, the muscle heats up um, because blood is warm. And then uh, the more your muscles heat it up, the more elastic it gets. So it gives it the ability to stretch and come back versus when your muscles are cold. It doesn't want to it wants to stay in a position just like uh, most anything. So if you stretch out a cold muscle, you're more likely to injure it. So if you want to use a foam roller, whenever you're uh, warming up and get more blood flow to the area, you're less likely for injury.
0: All right. All right. One of the favorite things, and I've seen a bunch of different sites that'll come up where they say it's also used by some people um, the idea that it can target cellulite, um, the bane of everybody's existence. You want to get rid of those little dimples. Um, any proof on that or uh, just wishful thinking?
1: In all respects, a load of malarkey. Uh, there's, <laughs> no, it, it doesn't have any major effect like that. The two main ones are just help elongating the muscle and help acute. Uh, soreness relief. Or acute Yeah.
0: Pain relief. All right. Let's talk about, um, if you can give us some tips as to how, you know, we can use a roller and kind of get the most out of it. And let's, let's start with our legs. Cause I know that's a spot where, you know, people, your legs get tight. You can get cramps, you can get things like that. So walk us through a few, um, a few ways that we can use the rollers on our legs.
1: Yeah. So whatever muscle group, uh, you're trying to target, usually your hamstrings that's just the back of your leg like i said you want to do it in a lengthened position so you want to try to straighten your leg as much as possible and then go from the from joint to joint essentially you don't want to go directly on the joint you want to go over the muscle belly because there's just no beneficial thing that goes on specifically rolling over a joint but you'd want to start at right um at the end of your hips or the beginning of your hips down your leg to the back of your knee. So you just always want to go the full length and just focus on the muscle belly itself, not so much the joint.
0: Yeah. So I take it with that, you would be almost like sitting on it and kind of like start with it kind of near your butt and then just kind of use your body weight and kind of roll over it until it gets to just about your knee.
1: Yeah, essentially uh, that, that is it. Now I will say you want to kind of be careful. You don't want to start out just using your whole body weight because okay. you know, it can make you sore. It's a lot of pressure, especially if you have a hard one. Some people even use like the PVC pipes and that can be pretty intense. Usually whatever area you're feeling sore, it, uh, it's, it's not just that muscle. It's going to be surrounding muscles as well. So if like just the back of your legs is, is really hurting, which is pretty common, um, you know, you want to go from your hips to the back of the knee, fully lengthen across, but then you want to kind of maybe rotate in and do a little bit of the inside of your leg rotate out, do a little bit of the outside of your leg. So whatever area you're looking for, you want to kind of hit all the surrounding muscle groups, but it doesn't take more than a few minutes, say each muscle group to get the benefit.
0: It sounds like you're saying as far as time, uh, you could spend maybe even like 10, 50, 10, 20 seconds doing it, or you can spend longer kind of depending upon your pain tolerance and kind of how you're feeling while you're doing it.
1: Yeah, really. Uh, if you're just hitting one muscle area, um, you won't have to spend more than three minutes doing it at a time, just kind of going back and forth. It's really, oh, that, okay. it's a quick way to uh, just get warmed up and get the blood flowing and get those pain relief effects. Now, if like your whole back is feeling sore, you know, you might spend a little bit of time on your legs, a little bit on your glutes, a little bit on your back, but that might accumulate to 10 minutes max. It doesn't okay. take a lot of time and it does provide a lot of benefit.
0: Well, Ben, you've already told me that I am not spending nearly enough time on my foam roller. So, um, so, well, for such a simple tool, it seems like it does an immense amount of good.
1: <laughs> yeah. It, it, you know, everybody usually finds a benefit in it some way. Some people like it for certain things over the other. Uh, it's not a necessary tool, but it's something that provides very uh, particular benefit that you can't find elsewhere.
0: All right. So if somebody wants to start foam rolling, uh, you go, you pick one up at the store. I know um, I mean, you can get a lot of them for like maybe $20, $30, maybe a little bit more. Um, but, you know, they're not that expensive. Um, what advice would you give if you get one and you want to start using it?
1: Get a cheap one because there's okay. nothing particularly better about like any of the really expensive, fancy ones. And then you All can right. find out if you like it, then you can get a little bit crazier um, after that. They all do basically the same thing, though. And then start out light. So don't put your whole body into it right away. Kind of find your tolerance. See if you're sore from it the next day and make sure you're not, hopefully. And then you can kind of put a little bit more pressure, see if you uh, like that as well. But, yeah, I think everyone should at least give it a try and see if they can find somewhere to utilize it.
0: Ben, man, thank you so much for being here today. Um, Just great tips, man. We really appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Thanks for having me on.
0: Ben definitely gave us some great tips to start or maximize your foam rolling routine. Uh, So here's hoping it gets you, well, I guess, rolling towards a healthier you. Uh, Until next time, be well.
1: Thank you for listening to Health Essentials, brought to you by Cleveland Clinic and Cleveland Clinic Children's. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or visit clevelandclinic.org slash HEPodcast. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to replace the advice of your own physician.